Hello, and welcome to the Psych and Business Podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. So today, as we come to the end of the year, I just want to wrap up and summarize the leadership theories and styles that we've been talking about over the last few months. As a reminder, I really started talking about these theories and styles because I remember how unprepared I was when I be- first became a leader. As I've said before, I'm a strong proponent on standing on the shoulders of the giants that have done great research. And I think that, especially for new leaders, knowing a little bit about some of the common popular leadership styles and theories out there is a really great place to start when you are starting your own leadership journey. It certainly would have helped me and given me something to follow if I had had something like this that really gave me a framework for the different leadership styles and frameworks out there to help me figure out how I might approach my leadership journey. Now, the great news is that there is so much research on leadership that we know a lot of information about the different ways in which people can choose to lead others. So hopefully you, especially as a new leader, can see yourself in one of these theories or styles that we've talked about. I want to be clear that I'm not advocating that you have to follow one of these styles to be a good leader. We haven't covered nearly all of them, and there's lots of different styles and theories and models that we really have not gotten into. But hopefully this provides you a starting point when you are looking into how you might lead, right? It provides you a good basis for when you are starting to figure out what's important to you and how you lead people and how you want to be seen as a leader. So to review, let's start with some of the ones that we've talked about. Now, one of the very first leadership theories is the great man theory, which basically says that some people are born with natural leadership characteristics and skills, which they inherit, and some people are not. So really, it follows the concept of leaders are born and not made. But we know from research that leadership skills can be developed and strengthened. So the great man theory of leadership has faced a lot of criticism and really should not be relied on as an example of a valid leadership approach. So this is an interesting one because this is one we're saying don't use, right? Don't use the great man theory in terms of you have to be born to be a great leader. Now, one of the next ones we talked about was the action-centered leadership approach. And the action-centered leadership approach uh, is a leadership framework that defines leadership through three interconnecting areas of responsibility, achieving tasks, building and maintaining teams, and developing individuals. This framework guides leaders in managing teams, groups, and organizational effectively. Interestingly, this was also one of the very first leadership models that did not look at leadership as a trait that you had to be born with. Now, the next one we talked about was servant leadership, and servant leaders prioritize the needs of their team members and focus on their personal development aiming to serve others before themselves. And Gandhi is a great example of servant leadership because he really put the needs of others before his needs and desires and acts as a servant to those individuals first. Now, there are seven pillars that are commonly associated with servant leadership. The first one is a person of character, someone who maintains their integrity, is consistent, someone who puts people first is the second one. And this is someone who is very service-driven, Uh, likes to help others, even when it's not their responsibility. The third one is a skilled communicator. And here we're not just talking about communicating. We're also talking about active listening, someone who communicates and actively listens to really make sure that they're understanding other people. 
The fourth one is the compassionate collaborator who encourages that community approach. The fifth one is someone who has foresight and someone who has the ability to express a long-term vision. The sixth one is that systems thinker, someone who understands the interconnection of things and relationships, people, processes, structures, things like that. And the seventh one is leads with moral authority, which is someone who uh, respects and appreciates everyone's role in the organization, but also understands holding themselves and other people accountable. The next leadership style we talked about is situational leadership, where situational leaders adapt their leadership style based on the specific situations and the maturity level of their followers and then employees. This requires these leaders to look first at the situation that they're in and take into account their employees' uh, abilities and then adapt their management styles to fit the situation and the needs of their employees. Now, situational leaders is based on the premise that the traditional organizational hierarchy in which the employee works for those above the management responsibilities is not the most effective way in which achieving growth and productivity uh, works from the staff. Rather, they invert the organizational pyramid so that the responsibility really falls on the leader and the manager to make the necessary adjustments to meet the employee and the situation where they're at. The next one we talked about was transactional leadership. And transactional leaders focus on tasks, rewards, and punishments to manage their teams. They emphasize the importance of clear roles and uh, responsibilities. Transactional leaders also favor and value a more ordered and structured approach to leadership and management. And we talked about how this approach is really good for keeping things consistent, keeping things going as they have been going. The next one we talked about was transformational leadership. And transformational leaders inspire and motivate their followers to achieve extraordinary outcomes and develop their full potential. We talked about how uh, transformational leaders motivate their followers, their employees, and so on to do more than what they think is actually possible to do. And this style is really important when we're talking about change. So transformational leadership is really about the ability to cause change in people, groups, and societies. Then we also talked about authentic leadership. And we talked about how authentic leaders are genuine, self-aware, and transparent. They lead with honesty and integrity. We also talked about how authentic leaders show leadership characteristics based upon their values and what they believe to be true. And in order to do that well, we talked about how uh, authentic leaders really need to learn from their life story and they need to know their own authentic self. They need to really understand who they are. So these are the seven leadership theories and styles that we've talked about. And I think there's a lot in here that any leader, whether new or existing, can uh, find to help them in their leadership journey. And if you want more information about any specific one, you can go back and listen to any of the episodes, or you can do research on any of these or all of these and really dig into this a little bit further. All right. So as always, I hope this has been helpful. And given the season, I want to take the time to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays.